So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that most successful agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's competitive real estate environment? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now for the review of the day. Got a review here from Christy85. She says, your guests are on point. I love this show because Pat gets the best guests and it has helped revolutionize my business. But Pat, you're always blowing your mic out and sounding bored during the interviews. Otherwise, I love it. I, I'm never bored. Maybe I'm, I'm just naturally laid back, but I'm never, I'm never bored. That's funny. And I think the voice thing, I'm just, I just, this is just my voice. I just have a shrill voice. I've had several people look at this thing and there doesn't seem to be anything wrong with it as far as my microphone and all that. But hey, it is what it is. I mean, as you know, we've looked into that in the past. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Rockstar Nation, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to stay to the end where our guests will be offering a free gift. As you know, all of our guests offer a free gift, and all of these gifts can be found on the Agent Success Toolbox. You could find that by going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply texting the word toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. I am going to put today's free gift in today's show notes, but if you want all of them, including gifts from most of our guests that have come on the show, just go to the Agent Success Toolbox. All right, what's up, Rockstar Nation? My name is Ian Lobos, and I'm filling in for Pat Hyben today. Extremely grateful for that. And today I've got another NAR 30 Under 30 winner, Rachel Majors from Grand Rapids, Michigan, been in the business six years, but for the first three years, she was part-time working in the real estate business and for a financial institution. She's married. She loves water, loves beach volleyball. She's won Young Professional of the Year, and she's a single agent with an admin and crushing it. So you're definitely going to want to listen to what Rachel has to say. So Rachel, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you for having me, Ian. Yeah, it's our pleasure. So let's get right into it. You were part-time for three years. That's, that's a long time to be part-time in the business. What made you start in the business and then what made you jump into full-time? Yeah. So believe it or not, I, well, I worked at a financial institution, like you said. So with numbers, I was in the mortgage division. So I looked at a lot of people's financials as far as buying and what they were buying. So I was paying attention to the market. I started listening to books on tape at work and Rich Dad, Poor Dad was one of them. Got and it. it really got me thinking, why am I sitting at a desk and I can't control my income? So I started getting my, I, the agents that helped me buy my first home were hiring an admin. 
So I said, well, shoot, I want to apply. I want to try. I need another job. I get bored with one job. I, in college, I worked four jobs and wow. went to school. So they were hiring. I applied and they said, you would hate this. You were not going to hire you. And I said, excuse me. And they said, well, you're a high D and you need to be an agent. You can't work for somebody. And I said, okay, fine. I'll, I'll be an agent. Right. So I got my, got my license. My first year part-time, I sold 10 houses. Okay. My second year part-time, I sold 27 houses. My third year part-time, I sold 27 houses. And these agents were like, Rachel, you need to be full-time. You're crushing it as a part-time agent. What could you do as a full-time agent? So I just was nervous to be a commission only, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to jump into this and see what happens. Love it. All right. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, 27 houses as a part-time agent. That's actually really impressive. I mean, most full-time agents don't even do that. Right. I know, but I didn't know that. Right. I didn't even know that when I, the, my, the agents that I was trying to work for when they were hiring, they're kind of my mentors still. Yep. And they're like, Rachel, you are doing what full-time agents do. And I just didn't know. And so how are you managing? So let's just, let's imagine that, you know, there's a lot of listeners that listen to this podcast. Let's imagine that there's some part-timers out there listening right now. Mm-hmm. What advice would you have for them besides just go for it or besides, you know, the, the, the ultimates, like, how do you know when to make that shift? And you know, like what advice would you have for them? Yeah. Well, if you're looking to get in the business, I definitely recommend everyone that they need to save up about two grand for initial expenses, at least in Michigan. That's probably what's going to cost you to get started in real estate and then not expect a paycheck for three months. And then when it comes to me switching from part-time to full, I just looked at my future pacing and was like, okay, these next 10 people have reached out to me that they want to buy or sell. And I'm probably going to make this much money from them, from those deals. I could probably, I can do this. I've got enough saved. I can go full-time for me. It worked out that way. It doesn't for everybody as far as my job at the financial institution was flexible. So like I could take a two hour lunch break and show oh, a house or it. leave early and show a house. So it worked out that way. Um, but many people that can't take a call or go on a showing, you got to just cut that full-time job and, and do go for it. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So you are a single agent with an admin, right? Correct. Okay. So let's talk about your production in the last 12 months. How many houses did you sell? Since January, I've sold 67 units, actually 69 because I just closed two yesterday, okay. at 15 million. 15 million since January. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. What's the average price point in your area? 240. My average price point is 214. Okay. So what's that, like GCI, what are you getting gross commission? I don't have that number memorized. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's take it off of 3%. So 15 million, 3%? Yes. Okay. That would work. And then what's your profit margin in your business? Do you know? Pretty high, about nine, 90%. So your percentage of listings and buyers, are you more buyer heavy? I am. I'm about 60% buyer heavy, 40% okay. seller heavy. Got trying it. to make it at least 50-50 or 60-40. Yeah. And then where do you get all your business from? If your profit margin is that big, you're not paying for leads. I'm not paying for leads. I've never paid for a lead. I did do a sprint last year on television and I loved it. I didn't necessarily get leads from it, but it was a fun, I was on TV and it was fun. So I got to experience that. But my leads are sphere and family and referrals. 
it's always been if I treat my clients well, they're going to pay me back with referrals and they do 10 times over. Yeah. Um, so just loving on my past clients. I'm having events for them at least three times a year. So just loving on them, always thanking them for their referrals with gifts. And my social media presence is really strong. I get that a lot in my area. It's not hard. It's just really good. I have really good followers and, and they're paying attention. So let's talk, let's dig deeper into that because a lot of people want to be more sphere based. Let's dig more into that. So you're doing client events. How are you loving on your people? I send them handwritten birthday cards with a lotto ticket in there and a little bit of confetti. I know it okay. sounds silly, but they smile. You know, they're smiling when they're yeah. opening that birthday card. I get them posting on social. They're like, Oh, look, my agent sent me a birthday card and they post about it. Yeah. I mean, that's free advertising right there. Sure. They get an anniversary card for their home purchase past clients. All my buyers from 2019 are going to get a customized ornament in the mail on Christmas to put on their tree. And you know, every year when they put the ornaments on their tree, they're putting mine up and I have my info on the back. So they don't forget me. Client events. I think I mentioned that right now, my client events are a movie night for kids with our families with kids okay. mostly. And then a happy hour I have coming up. That's more like the younger crowd that want to drink. And then this year I'm going to do a Santa event during Christmas. You can come take photos with Santa, Love that. your pets, bring your kids, you can have cookie decorating. What would you say brings you the most referrals? Past clients. Okay. Past yeah. clients. Now, are you calling them on a daily basis? Or are you doing social media advertising? Like what are you doing to actually to touch them, reach out to them? Texting a lot. Okay. Uh, they don't answer the phone. I'll try calling and they just don't answer. I text them and they'll respond uh, in social media. I'm constantly reaching out to them on there too. Like private message wise? Mm -hmm. So give us an example of a text that you'll send. So do you have it scheduled out where you, you'll reach out to you know five or 10 past clients or something uh, a week or a day and then you have a text that you'll send to just everybody to re-engage? It will be customized. It's okay. Yeah, I'll copy and paste, but change a few things. And a lot of it is like, hey, it's been six months since you bought your home with me. Um, what are some what are some renovations you've done? Um, I'd love to see a photo. And a lot of people love to share the changes they've made. And I love to post before and afters on my social media. And they love it when their before and after is posted. <laughs> no, I love that. That's, That's awesome. an example. That's a great idea. What are some other things you do to just keep in touch with them? Because I know that people myself included, like how often should I reach out, call, text, email my sphere? I mean, someone bought a house from me six months ago versus seven years ago. You know, how often do you touch them? So, you know, what, what are you doing? What's your, what's your structure look like? I would say the moment they close with me within a month, they're getting like coupons in the mail from me from yeah. a local furniture store. Another month later, they're going to get a postagram from me yeah. that says it's a photo of them that says, we remember this day. I hope your house is feeling more like home every day. Got it. Um, and then reaching out again, asking for reviews and referrals within probably another month after that. And then following up with, I mean, they're, they're getting uh, touched from me at least probably five times a year, at least if not more. Got it. And then the natural stuff on social media that they're seeing. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And it's never pushy. You never want to come across pushy. You're always coming from contribution. How can I help them? I mean, you can even as simple as, Hey, don't forget to change your furnace filter 
in the fall before you turn on the furnace <laughs> for the winter. I mean, it's so easy to Got be it. genuine too. Yeah, I mean, it, it actually, it's almost too simple if you think about it. I think that's what makes it difficult sometimes or challenging is that, does that work if I just text this person like, but you're right, it, it's, it's about love and contribution, not trying to get something from them. So you're just saying like, yeah. hey, I'm just reaching out to tell you, hey, make sure you change your furnace filter or make sure you check yeah. for a hurricane, make sure you check your, the drains on your basement like outside. Yeah. So, okay, that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. So do you have, I know you're a single agent, do you have a vision to build the team out? Okay. I do. Um, what does that look like? My next hire would be either a showing assistant or a buyer's agent. And then at that point, I'm sure I'm going to need another admin, if not at the same time simultaneously. Right. And then that'll just, I don't want to be a mega team, like a ton of people, Um, but maybe in the future, probably at least two or three buyer's agents or showing assistants. Okay. Yeah. I love that. tribeofmillionaires.com guys write that down rockstar nation got a free special offer for you now i've just written a book and it's just been published co-authored it with david osborne who's been on this show multiple times if you don't know david he is one of the top execs at keller williams real estate was personally mentored for the last two decades by gary keller himself and he's in all kinds of businesses his bio and explanation and, and everything is in this book But anyways, David and I got together. We decided to write a book. We called it Tribe of Millionaires. And I guarantee you, it's going to change your life. To find out more, just go to tribeofmillionaires.com. We're going to give it to you absolutely free. Only thing we ask in return is, of course, number one, you pay the shipping. Not a big deal. But number two, that you go on Amazon and write us a review. We're really looking to get an incredible amount of reviews. And because of that, we're giving this book away for free. Go to tribeofmillionaires.com today. It's Team Tober here at Rebus University, and we're running a special for Real Estate Rockstar Nation. This special is going to save you 90% on your team's real estate training. And the cool thing is, as a team leader, you don't got to do nothing. Just put your team to work on this incredible training. Here's how it works. This week, it's the Certified Listing Agent course. Buy the Certified Listing Agent course. Yes, the Certified Listing Agent course where hundreds of teams have taken this course and many require it before any agent goes on a listing appointment. If you buy one of those, you get nine more for free. That's right. One agent takes that sucker and you get nine other agents to take it, get certified completely on their time, absolutely free. Buy one, get nine free. The cool part about it is you can then discuss it at your team meetings. Talk about everybody's progress and talk about what everyone learned. If you want to get the certified listing agent course for you and the rest of your team, nine for free, just go to hybendigital.com backslash teams. This offer is only valid for this week only. Next week will be another course. That's hybendigital.com slash teams. 
what, what's the, what's the goal in terms of uh, like, where do you take the team? Because I think we, we talk to a lot of people that are, they're doing 10, 15 million and they're happy. They're cool. They're, they're, they're like, that's the lifestyle. How do you know, how do you know what business is right for your lifestyle? Right. So my goal this year is a hundred units or 20 million. It should be pretty much the same okay. uh, with my average price point. And I was talking to my coach last week and I said, I want to pretty much do a hundred units, 20 million again next year, but have a better, I guess, work-life balance. So leverage yeah. um, and giving an opportunity to other people on the team. Um, right now I'm literally doling out open houses to a lot of agents in the office to help yeah. grow the office, but I really need to grow my own team. Yeah. Yeah. So. What about hiring one of those agents on as a showing assistant just to give them a shot? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I've thought of that or even um, people I've helped bring to the office. So I'm kind of watching how these agents are doing the open houses and seeing who's stepping their game up. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And then what, what systems do you use behind the scenes? Like I know you have an admin, but like yeah. what CRM systems do you use? What, uh, what's your admin use? Absolutely. Systems are huge. Uh, we have a ton of checklists that way you don't miss a step right now. We're using Trello as a checklist system, but Keller Williams has something called KW Command that's coming out that is going to compile all of our checklists, Excel spreadsheets, yeah. etc., into one, which is going to be fan fabulous. Um, so we're actually really starting to dive into that right now, adding our current checklists into the KW Command system. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I've seen Command, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not going KW it out, but I've seen Command, and it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. So I, I agree with you on that. Um, what other systems do you use? Besides Trello, really just checklists that we have um, and Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> okay. Okay. And on Excel, you're just keeping track of what closings, things like that. Mm-hmm. Got yep. it. We Got have it. a, I mean, the current Color Williams system is eEdge and we use that for birthdays and anniversaries and we keep track of referrals given and sent and thank yous. So, I mean, I guess we have that, that as well. Got it. How do you balance work and life now? I can't say it's beautiful. Um, I, I love working. I would diagnose myself as a workaholic. If I'm not uh, going on an appointment or doing something in the evening, I've, I don't know. I, I need to do that. Yeah. So, but I mean, we have a ton of, we have a lot of social events that we go to, which is really nice when you're in real estate. You honestly, like I said earlier, I play volleyball on the weekends and I actually play with current and past clients and connect with client, future clients. So yeah. like every, every event that I go to is very intentional. I'm always talking about real estate. It's on my mind. So I have, a, I mean, we have a lot of events that we're hanging out with current past or future clients. Nice. I like that. What do you do for, you kind of mentioned like, you know, if I don't have real estate to do, I kind of go crazy. I've been in that space before. I know what that's like. I kind of got, I kind of got out of that when I, once I, once I had my first kids or my wife and I had our first kids. So it was, it actually is nice to be able to just unwind in the evening if you have nothing to do. Uh, yeah. So personal development was huge. So I want to talk to you a little bit about that because I know that there's a, there's a big key component to the, the doing and the being in this business where a lot of people I think get stuck and they don't understand how to get to a, a, a happy ground or happy medium. 
Mm-hmm. So what do you do for personal development? Do you have a morning routine? Do you read books? I know you mentioned that you do, but mm-hmm. what books do you read? Do you go to seminars? Do you meditate? T- t- tell us about that. Yeah. I mean, I look at volleyball as like my time away. I can't have my phone on me. So that's like my a uh, little bit of rejuvenation. I play volleyball even in the winter too, indoor. So I know you don't really have winter where you are, but we, no, do. we do. Not like you, but we do. <laughs> And then in yoga, I do a lot of yoga. That's really helpful, beneficial. Um, always listening to a podcast or audible. Uh, mm-hmm. My latest favorite actually isn't real estate related. It's the Rise podcast by Rachel and Dave Hollis. Yeah, I love that. It's really, really beneficial. She's a great motivational speaker. Yep. Love listening to her. Otherwise, just a, uh, an audible, just a lot of real estate books and mm-hmm. leadership books. Got it. What's your, what, give me some of your, give me your top favorites. Well, real estate wise, a lot of. Pull it up. It's fine. <laughs> pulling it up right now. Uh, well, John Maxwell, of course. Robert Kiyosaki's got some great ones. The Culture Code, The Carpenter. Those are just some of the latest that I've read. Got it. Uh, Hug Your Customers, Seven got Levels it. of Communication. Got it. Got it. All great reads. And. What do you do? Like I, I, I had this conversation with somebody a couple months ago, but it, I keep seeing stories about it as far as agent safety. Yeah. And then, and I, w- without, without being sexist, I, I hear this more from female agents, like in my office and things like that. So I'm just going to ask you as a female, mm-hmm. like, what do you do? Uh, do you worry about agent safety? Do you guys have like a, something in your office? And, you know, policies or procedures or something right. like that. Um, I mean, great, great for like, everybody, but yeah. I just hear it more from female agents. So what do you guys do? Yeah, great question, Ian. So I have like my own personal policy where if, I mean, you heard me, a lot of my clients are refer- friends or referrals. So I'm not usually worried about my safety, but whenever I've not figured out how they've connected with me, we don't have a mutual contact. Sure. I am asking for a copy of their driver's license or pre-approval letter before I show them a house. I will not meet them at a house until I've seen both one or both of those. Uh, my husband has access to my calendar always. And if I'm going to go show a home where I've never met this person, I will send him a screenshot of their driver's license and say, I'm going to meet, let's say Dave at one, two, three main street tomorrow at four. So he knows where I'm at, who I'm right. meeting. And if they ever rebuttal and say, I'm not going to give you my driver's license or pre-approval, uh, I'm not going to meet them. Right. You now, kind of at that point. Yeah. And at that, honestly, uh, every time I say it, I say for safety and security, I need a copy. And I've never really had anyone say no. So that's my own personal. I have let go of a client once when I felt like I just, it wasn't right. It didn't feel yeah. right. And I just sent them to actually a male agent in the office. And then I gave them a little bit of a heads up. I just said, hey, I'm going to send you this client. Here's why. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes sense. I think, there's, uh, I think there's some really good apps out there. I mean, I've been, there have been times where I went on a listing appointment and I walked in and somebody opened the front door, but someone was standing at the back door. And then they're like between me, I'm in the middle. They're between both, like both doors. Oh my. And I've been like, okay, all right, this is, this, this, this could, this could turn out, this could turn out weird. You know? So I, I, I guess I think about that. You're in people's homes, you're meeting strangers and you're taking them yeah. into a house. So it's, it's definitely something to think about. 
I want to go back for a second to review or uh, referrals. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want you to kind of give the audience a piece of advice, something that they could take action on today that would help them, you know, increase, uh, you know, let's say engagement. Maybe they don't get, they don't get a referral. They don't get a closing from it, but just engagement, just something simple they can do today. It'll take an hour to engage with, let's say 10 people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a step before that, one thing I really want to touch on is reviews are really important. Got it. If you don't have reviews or asking for them, start. Got so after, for every closing, I ask them to review me on Facebook, Google. I have like five platforms that they need to review me on. And I what literally say, those? I can Facebook, tell Google, Zillow. Zillow, realtor.com, see, LinkedIn, and my real estate website. So it's, it's Facebook, business, Google business page, Zillow, my real estate website, realtor.com and LinkedIn. I know that sounds like a mouthful, but in my email to them, I have a link. So it's direct easy. And I say copy and paste to all. And they usually do, or at least one. I send them a thank you card for reviewing me. They don't know what's coming, but I'm going to send it of course with a little gift. Then as far as getting referrals, I just, Throughout the transaction, many times I'm saying my business is largely based off of my referrals of family and friends. Do you know anybody looking to move? And, you know, they might not at that very moment, but you've already put that seed in there so that when you ask again, they're like, oh, yeah, she she really wants a a referral. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I mean, just growing that. I mean, gosh, the other day I met a new client and she's like, oh, my grandma's thinking of moving. I'm like, perfect. I mean, that is just as easy as that. And I'm going to go see her house on Monday. Love that. I love that. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. This is a quote from Mr. Bill Reek, who took my certified listing agent program. He says, looking to take your listing presentation to the next level. Listen, I've closed 100% of the appointments since I took Pat Hyben's certified listing agent. Five appointments, five new clients in 60 days. Do the math. It's worth every single dollar. Now you can get the certified listing agent course. You can get the certified buyer agent course, which tells you how to close every single buyer that calls in if you want them. You get the certified team agent course, which teaches you how to build a dynamite team like Jeff Cohn, who teaches the course. It's like a 10-hour course from Omaha, Nebraska, Berkshire Hathaway's top agent, and seven other courses. Total of 11 courses, all five-star rated, only 97 bucks a month. If you paid for them individually on the website, they would cost over $10,000. And we are running a special now at futureofrealestatetraining.com where you can get them for $97 a month. That's all you can eat. $97 a month, all these courses. That's futureofrealestatetraining.com. Futureofrealestatetraining.com. Check it out. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Pat Hyben. And before we jump back into today's content, I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer from an extraordinary company. I'm talking about my Outdesk. If you haven't heard of my Outdesk, basically they are a virtual assistant company, a VA company that specializes 
in virtual assistants for real estate agents. Yeah, I'm talking about transaction coordinators, marketing assistants. I'm talking about ISAs, inside sales agents at Prospect, thousands and thousands of seller leads and buyer lead follow-ups. I mean, these guys are trained in this stuff specifically. You're not using a company that doesn't know or understand real estate sales. Four out of five of the top teams in the U.S. use my Outdesk for their virtual assistants. And because I know the owner, Daniel Ramsey, I've known him for over a decade, and I know how awesome and incredible this company is and how it saves agents thousands and thousands of dollars every single week and makes them thousands and thousands of more every single week, we're going to give you a $400 coupon off of your first month of a virtual assistant and give you access and give you a free book entitled scaling your business with virtual professionals so you can like read it and look into it before you decide anything it's called scaling your business with virtual professionals and you can get it real easy all you got to do is text the word hyban h-i-b-a-n to 31996 that's h-i-b-a-n to 31996 and download your free book, Scaling Your Business with Virtual Professionals. And don't forget to mention also that you get a $400 discount, which will give you a coupon for that when you download the book. Thank you, guys, and I hope you enjoy and make a ton of money using my Outdesk. So let's talk about... I know we kind of talked about the agent safety stuff, but I, I like I like to understand your like when fear comes up. So we all have fear in this business, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's call reluctance or I don't know what. There's so many different things that people can be fearful of, but they still are successful. So when fear comes up for you, how do you deal with it? And what is it like? What what is something that's you know that you that, I don't know if you fear in this business, but you feel anxiety or fear around. Right. It's typically my fear is calling a client to do like a price reduction or something. That's a a fear of mine. It's all around the mindset. The other day I had one and they're like, oh yeah, we should drop the price. You're right. We've been waiting for you to call me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like what? Like this is ridiculous, Rachel. Why are you doing this? So it's all mindset and you know, you're, you're trying to forecast what the client's going to say and you don't know. They could be, oh yeah, we need to do it. So I mean, we all know mindset's really important. So just if I'm ever in that state, just say, just tell myself, like, it will be okay. And you can't make everyone happy. That's not the business that I'm in. So just making sure that everything I do makes sense for my business and my family. Got it. Understood. Totally understood. Anything else that comes up like that, that intimidates you about the business or that makes you fearful? I mean, you're doing really well, so it doesn't seem like it. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. You said anything else that makes me fearful or intimidated? Yeah. Every, I mean, every appointment I go on with listings, I think I'm better with buyers on a confidence level, especially first-time home buyers. They're very easy to work with. I think going on listing appointments and not knowing if I have the listing, even though they're referred to me, I always just tell myself, you know, I'm, I'm going to get the listing. They're mine and just with right. that mindset. But yeah, listing appointments, I think would be, I guess, the one thing I got to work on. They're probably, you know, when I talk to most agents, listing appointments are like the ones that are scariest. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why. They're like the easiest, actually. 
because yeah. you're, you're, you're captive, like you're sitting there with them and you, I think it's, what well, you tell me, is it the, all right, well, we got to sign this contract now. You know what I mean? Let's get rolling. Let's get started. That's the right. scary part, right? Because then you're facing them and they can go, well, no. Right. You right. Know? Like, I'm but fear of rejection. Yeah. Right. And right. then they're going to go think about it and maybe call you later or maybe not. So you got to follow up. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing there. I mean, they're paying you a large chunk of money to sell their house. So making sure you know what you're doing and presenting well. I always come from, I want to get to know them more at the appointment and get to know their motivation as to why they're selling. And I really don't talk about myself at all. They, I give them information about myself via email and handouts, and then they can look me up. But I try not to talk about myself, actually. Well, let's talk about that for a second, because the average listing appointment, that's what it is. And I, I, took, some, I took some agents on my team to some listing appointments back in the spring. They were asking me to go. And and they said, so I, I, we want to see your structure and how you lead them through a listing presentation. And, this, and I said, yeah. guys, th th that's not how it goes. I have it memorized in my head how I walk through a listing consultation. Yep. But at the same time, I'm weaving that into a conversation. Yeah, so absolutely. We had a, the, the seller and I had a conversation for two hours about, it was, <laughs> it was literally, he kept saying like more stuff that he researched about me. And then oh. I would rebut with more stuff I researched about him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and like we did that for two hours and we just broed out. And then I'm like, all right, man, listen, I actually, I got another appointment. I got a role. Obviously you're going to be listening with me. Right. I mean, we're like, we hit it off. You need to know anything more. And he's like, uh, like how do you market? And like, I tell you what, let's get the listing contract signed. I'll send you an email real quick with all yeah. the stuff. We'll break it down. He's like, cool. Perfect. Yeah. It literally yeah. is about those relationships and asking questions to find out motivation. That's really it. it no, totally. Yesterday I went, I sold them this house three years ago and cause they were, they went through my open house. I had the listing they walked through, they wanted to sign or buy it. So I filled out the offer for them. It, it closed. That was three years ago. They called me this past week and say, we're going to sell again. We thought we'd pick you because you sold us the house. Uh, we got a few other agents that we know, but we'd really like to work with you since you know the house the right. best. And I said, perfect. So I go over there this week to sign paperwork. I have it filled out. And at that point, <laughs> she was like, I'm literally so exhausted. I'm just going to sign. I trust you. I didn't yeah. even, go, and I was like, well, I'd really like to go over the paperwork with you. She's like, no, I'm just going to sign it. Like, wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I love that. What's your, uh, what's your typical day look like? I'm in the office by 30. I mean, I'm not in the office long. I'm out on appointments or showings, but I'm probably in the office about four hours a day. Uh, I try to fit in like a lunch appointment a week or coffee with other agents or leaders that I really enjoy um, learning from. Yeah. So it's important to stay connected with other agents. Sure. I'm going to a lot of agent events. Like last night I went to a lender had a happy hour for their new opening of their office. And I connected with three agents there because you never know tomorrow I could be doing a deal with them. Sure. Yeah, you absolutely don't. So no. if you're a new agent, it is hugely important to connect with other agents in the industry because you never want to burn a, a bridge with anybody because no. tomorrow you're going to do a deal with them. You know, what's funny is I think, I think a lot of agents that I've worked with think that we're competition and we're mm -hmm. trying to compete against each other in this like negotiation battle. 
And I remember saying to somebody, actually it was like last year, last summer, and I said, hey, do you, you realize that we're allies here, right? We have a job to do for our clients. This isn't me against you, secret, secret, like how can you get one over on me? This is, we have a job to do. If we don't work together, we don't get the job done for either of our clients. So the more you exactly. push on me, like to, to, you know, be some big hotshot negotiator, it's not going to work. Plus, right. you're not negotiating with me. You're, not, you're negotiating with my client. I'm, we're just go-betweens. So right. chill out with the negotiation books. Just yep. let's figure out how to get this thing done. Exactly. It's a win-win situation for all and everything should be in the best interest of the client. That's totally true. So let's talk about a failure you've had that has come back to really be a blessing for you. Like a major, oh my gosh, this sucks failure that now is like, when you look back on it, you go, man, I'm so glad that happened because this is what I'm, I do today. I can think of a failure, but not how it came back yet. Um, well, tell us about a failure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a, a simple mistake that I made, but it was, I missed the inspection period. Basically. Okay. I told my client that their inspections start after I sell their current home. Cause that's how I usually write it in the offer. Well, I clearly forgot that sentence in the offer. So they were literally doing their inspections. And at that point there was no way I could negotiate anything because we were past the inspection period. So I just told my client my mistake. And I said, if for some reason you want to back out of this house, I will pay your deposit, right. your earnest money deposit. And I said, if there's an issue with the home, then I will also pay for that too. Right. So, I mean, I just had to make it up to them. Um, I've probably, I mean, the more deals you do, the more mistakes you're probably going to make, if not sure. learn from them. Sure. I mean, the goal is to learn from them. So, you know, I've another, I mean, if anything, always admit the mistake. Don't ever try to push blame on somebody else. That's a good point. Just start, just come out with it. People mm -hmm. aren't going to be mad most of the time with that. If you're just honest and open. Yeah, you're, I'm human. And when I told, I mean, I was dreading that phone call to the client. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, they, they kind of didn't really understand what I was trying to explain to them. And they're like, so we still get the house, right? I'm like, yeah, you, you can still have the house. So like they, they really, it didn't, it didn't matter to them, thankfully. Um, but it could have been terrible. <laughs> sure, sure. So we all have pain in our businesses. What is one big source of pain in your business that if you had a magic pill, you could just, you could remove it? I need to control my calendar a little better. Pain would be, what's that? What's that mean? Like, I'm a workaholic. I like to work, but controlling my evenings and if, if I have something with like my family, sometimes I cancel because work comes up when really I need to keep that, sure. for example. So just trying to, it's not worth the paycheck if I'm missing out on some family or personal time. Right. So that is a pain that I have to work on and I know it's present. So it'd be great if that, yeah, if clients could see homes during the work hours it would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, though, that's a, I talked to an agent in, um, in Los Angeles that doesn't do anything after five and nothing on weekends and, and doesn't do big, big, like $5 million LA business. They do like, uh, like 500 to a million, which is actually wow. low end in LA. Right. It's like our two fifties or two hundreds. Right. And they, they let the clients know this is my schedule. They share the schedule. Here are the available appointments I have for showings. Pick one. 
And that's yeah. it. And so like from five to seven every night, he's got a time block. So I followed that advice. And, um, and last year I had a, I had a listing appointment where somebody said to me, we need to see you tomorrow to get the paperwork signed. And I said, well, I'll send it to you tonight. And they said, no, we need you here tomorrow. We're going to interview in one more agent. And then we're going to make the decision with both of you here. Oh, interesting. And I said, yeah. that's okay. That's, that's a little strange, but I can't be there. And he said, okay, so you're prepared to lose a $750,000 listing. And I said, I'm, I'm not prepared to lose it. I'm just telling you that I have an obligation. And he said, well, what's more important than making $20,000? And I said, the commitment I made to my wife for our date night. Right. His wife lost it. Started oh. crying and literally looked at me and said, you know what? We're giving it to you. And I, I was so it. scared. Right. I told them that because like it's 20 grand potentially. Mm-hmm. But I knew at that, actually that was two years ago. I knew at that moment that being honest about my schedule and, mm-hmm. and things that I had planned that were a priority, like my kid or my wife, right? people are going to respect that. And if they don't, yeah. don't do business with them. Right. 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 Yeah, it's that. true. I love that. I need to work on that. <laughs> just do it once and just see what happens. Right. And if it, you know, if somebody's like, well then screw you and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to listen to you anyway, or I'm not going to you know, buy from you. Don't take that as your example. <laughs> right. Well, and they weren't worth my time then. Right. Right. So, yeah. But you gotta, you know, like I've been in business for just a little bit longer than you have. And the one thing I've learned is you, you'll, you'll be sitting there on a, on a late night or a Sunday morning or something, and you'll start to understand the regret of your choices in this business if you neglect the things that are truly important versus the things that you think are for right now. Yeah. I can Kids see that. And age definitely will, will help clarify those things a little bit more. Yeah. Growing a team. That's why that's kind of in my forecast because then right. we can start a family and it'll be a little more seamless. Yeah. That's totally Maybe. true. That's <laughs> totally true. So I want to ask you what, uh, as we wrap up here, just looking at time, as we wrap up here, what do you think the future of what do you think the future holds for real estate? I mean, we've got the iBuyer programs, we've got Amazon involved, we've got um, I mean, KW's making some big moves, the XP's making big moves, all these companies making big moves. Mm-hmm. What does the future of real estate? What's the future hold for real estate in your mind? I think everyone is still going to need someone holding their hand through a transaction. I agree. Uh, I I don't think the agent's going to go away. Uh, if anything, like an appraiser is going would go away before us. I thought that was going to be done long ago where we didn't need appraisers anymore. So I don't see agents leaving anytime soon. I think we as agents have to step up our game when it comes to relationships and knowing your market and knowing your numbers. You should know those better than the computer. I agree because the client will. Oh yeah. They can figure that out with their quote unquote estimates and estimates everywhere. So we have to explain the market to them and explain the numbers to them. Sure. Sure. Okay. What else do you think it holds? What, where, where, where do you think it's going? Like in, uh, in three years from now, like values or. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's, so here's where I'm coming from sitting in that command class yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. You're looking at, you're looking at the, the pinnacle, the cutting edge of real estate tech, years advanced of, of, its, of, its, of its most close predator or, or, or close competition. 
And I'm looking at probably, you know, there's probably 60, 70 agents in that room. And I'm looking at three quarters of them and going, this, they're not going to pick this up. They want to do it the old school way. But the old school way is not data driven. This right. is a data driven market and society we live in today. And that's why command is there to get as much data as possible to give us as much power as possible. Right. That's what I understand from it. Yeah. And there's other, and there's other companies and other websites out there and other, other programs that are collecting data as well for, for agent, uh, um, for agent power. But do you think that the agent population will drastically change in the next two to three years based on something like a, a command system or, or just the way that, that buying and selling is done? Yeah, I do. I think we're, I think probably one out of 10 agents in my area are not going to be agents much longer. One out of 10? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, is that an age ring? Is that an age thing? Is it, a, is it a adopt, uh, an adaptation of tech? Is it both? What do you think? Age for sh can be play a huge role. I think right. the, oh my gosh, the average agent's like in their 40s or 50s, right? I think. Right. And so it, I think that's going to keep going down that the average age is younger. And it, a lot of the new agents, if they don't hop on that tech train quick enough and yeah. get their knowledge in place, they're not going to be an agent very long. Yep. I, I, I think I, the I, buyers I, are going to notice that they know more than maybe that new to agent. Well, that happens to the car business. I mean, you walk into a car dealership and you know probably five times more than the average, and I'm not trashing car sales, but I'm just saying, in my experience, the car sales are looking at me going, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. And all I did was watch a three-minute YouTube video on that car the night before, and that's it. Like, right. Just told us, here are all the main features. Hey, did you know it had this button? No? Oh, oh okay. And yeah. so we don't want to be learning on the job with yeah. a client. We want to be learning and then applying that to our clients. Right. So, yep, I, I would agree with you on that. Yeah, every time you don't know something and your client does, their confidence in you just drops tremendously. Right. And granted, you're not going to know everything. We know that. Yeah. But there's right. a way you can explain how you didn't know something right. and get that answer to them Quickly. soon. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, Rachel, this has been a real pleasure. So tell the audience about the gift that you're going to be uh, giving us. So I believe I uploaded checklists and checklists are basically systems. If you don't have a system, you're going to forget something and making that system seamless so that every transaction has a rhythm to it and can be um, produced at a high level. Got it. So for all of you listeners out there, you can go to hybendigital.com forward slash toolbox uh, or agent toolbox and, um, and find Rachel's gift as long as well as every other guest that we've had. All the gifts are on there. Um, for more information on Rachel, contact details, social media stuff, hybendigital.com forward slash Rachel major, M-A-J-O-R. Rachel, this has been a pleasure. Anything you want to leave our audience with? Make it a great week. Crush it. All right. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for coming on Real Estate Rockstar. It was an absolute pleasure having you. And uh, I look forward to catching up in like a year from now, seeing where your, your domination is gone. Awesome. I, I look forward for it. Definitely. Definitely. We'll take care and have a great week. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool 
an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Rockstar Nation, thank you for listening to Real Estate Rockstars. Listen, I need a favor. If you find this free content helpful, if you find our downloadable items from each guest helpful, please, I need you to pull out your pointing finger. Yes, the one finger that points at people and hit subscribe. Yes, subscribe. The more subscribers we get, the better we look in the ratings and the easier it is to get guests like Robert Kiyosaki, Barbara Corcoran, all the players that are on a million dollar listing in the different cities. All that stuff makes it easier the more subscribers we get. So please subscribe. And listen, there's a lot of places you can leave comments. There's a lot of places you can like. We're on Facebook. We have an Instagram page. Instagram page is I am Pat Hyben. The Facebook is Real Estate Rockstars Radio. Feel free to leave us comments there. The most popular form of commenting seems to happen on YouTube. Yes, for whatever reason, it's a very open environment. So just go to YouTube and go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio and leave us comments there. Some of them we will read on the show. And we love your feedback. So thanks, guys, and I hope you are having a great day. Oh, and also, listen, if you're going to subscribe and you haven't already left us a, a review on iTunes, please do that too. Have a great day, and thanks so much, Rockstar Nation. I really appreciate you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.